Welcome to Real Herbalism Radio, show 250, recorded at Big Dog Studios in Eugene, Oregon. Today's show is made possible by the Herbal Nerd Society. Dive deep into herbs with true herbal nerds like you. Learn more at herbalnerdsociety.com. If you like us, you're kicking off the new year with resolutions. And if you're also like us, keeping them past Groundhog's Day may be a bit of a challenge. Luckily, herbalists have a secret weapon that takes the edge off the stress that comes with change. Today we're talking about the three herbal actions you'll want on your side if you really do want to keep your New Year resolutions all year long. Now, here are your hosts. I'm Candice Hunter. I'm Patrick Hunter. And, and welcome, welcome to, Real to Real Herbalism, Herbalism Radio. Radio. Hey, Patrick. Happy New Year's. Happy New Year, Candice. He did it. He made it. 2020 is in the mirror. <sighs> I think everybody's breathing a huge sigh of relief right about now. Oh, I hope so. I know I am. I mean, things are still in motion, right? You know, COVID is still here. And, yes. you know, um, as we start this, we're, we're looking, I'm looking forward to a, to a, a, a big change in the government. Um, so I'm excited about that. The uh, U.S. government. Yes. 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 Um, well, I, I just assume people know that we're in the U.S. Well, when I say well, Eugene, Oregon, I figure they know we're in the U.S. Yeah, but, you know. um, and and I'm looking forward, and this is the first year that I'm really looking forward to the warm weather again. Uh, usually mm-hmm. I really enjoy the rain and the cold, the coolness that the Pacific Northwest brings, but I'm really looking forward to the summer. Well, last year was so exhausting. Yeah. I mean, it was just an exhausting, from the get-go, it was exhausting. And now we've reached a point where we're like half of... Half of the world is in winter right now, and we're exhausted, and we're tired, and we're trying to make it through. And the other half of the world is in the summer, and I would bet in the heat of summer right about now, people are probably feeling kind of, they're still trying to shake off the exhaustion from the past six months of their, you know, winter going into spring. Hopefully they're recharging, but it's just... Yeah, I'm not surprised you're looking forward to the warm weather again. It's a lot easier. It is a lot easier. I mean, like I said, usually I'm, I'm, I think usually I like the winter because I have to, um, I have to like, uh, what is, um, the word, I lost the word. Um, the thing we have to do for COVID. Yeah, shelter in place. Shelter in place. So, yeah, in winter I get to isolate more and, and do that. And because I've had to do that most of the year, you're ready to be. Tired. I'm ready to go again, and I really miss the summer because during the summer months, at least last year, anyway, you know, you had the wind, you had the you had the the sun, and we could go. Yes. I could go golfing and be with my friends, but be oh distant. Right? We were. I frequently over the last six months have thought about how very fortunate we've been to have to go through the first pandemic worldwide. You know, huge ass. Everybody has to isolate everywhere. Pandemic through the warm months first. It began for us in the spring. So we had summer on our side. We had the warmth. We had something to help keep our spirits uplifted. I have so many times thought about all the people down in like Australia Mm -hmm. who were on the opposite side of the seasons. So they walked into it in the fall. Right. And they had to go through winter. And I cannot imagine how hard it must have been for them to get through that first half of pandemic because it's you know they're walking in it's a shocking change and then it's all this dreary cold run you down kind of weather anyway 
like, but wouldn't oh. it, but yes, but I think, you know, if that was the case, so they were already going to get ready to shelter in place because of the, of the weather anyway, would you think it might be easier? I don't know, because most of the people, like you say, you shelter in place in winter, but you do not. You're just as active all winter long on most winters than I feel like I'm less active and I feel like I'm more shelter in place. But the point is that, (laughs) is that anyway, so last year, you know, it was a tough year. It was a tough year. You know, I think there's a lot of, as the year always turns, you know, the calendar always flips over at this time. Um, Everyone kind of looks forward to the new year and it's a nice reset. And as we know, and you've seen it already, and I'm sure stores and sales and those things that guess what? It's, New Year's resolutions time. Oh, yeah. It's the perfect time for people to say, after this and no further. And if you're like me, uh, I've spent the last nine months in quarantine, probably upticking my alcohol content a little higher than normal. Uh, Carbs, Um, higher carb diet. Higher carb diet. (laughs) Uh, You know, when we started last year, we had some really big New Year's resolutions. One of them was that we went vegetarian. Mm-hmm. Um, I, we still are. That keeping, one stayed. Keeping your resolutions past January is really tough for most people. It is. I mean, it's it, just it a really tough, tough time. Right. And then, so not only is it tough after January, but it's also tough when you throw in, you know, yeah, the pandemic. pandemic. We're walking into our New Year's resolutions already, a little bit stressed and tired. Mm-hmm. And many of us are looking at it and we're like, well, we could bury ourselves in the holidays maybe and ignore the financial strain and the the health strain and the other stuff, but in January you can't keep ignoring it. Right. It it it's gonna get to you. It's gonna come out of the closet to dance. Things are gonna come to pass right for, for yeah. many people <laughs> yeah. as well, um, financially, uh and all yeah. that. Yeah, that, here that, in the States, you know, people are seeing unemployment running out, yep. and benefits running out. Government yep. hasn't moved very quickly to help with that. We're, you know, there aren't that many programs left grants have all been exhausted all of that stuff is not there so people are facing the real winter financially as it were too yeah so here we are making our big new year's resolutions and i'm thinking about it thinking well how are we going to keep these i mean will we even make it past the end of january how many people are going to drop them am i i'm going to be challenged to not drop my new year's resolutions in about two weeks it will be a challenge, but <laughs> so. you know, you and I spoke about this uh, today, and that was one of the things we talked about for the show. You know, because uh, you know, we've been coming off a hiatus. You know, we t- took the time and did breaks. I know you did a lot of stuff for the website um, in the background, and oh, yeah. and we just kind of didn't know what we were going to talk about, and then we decided that hey, this would be a good thing to do. And everyone talks about making resolutions, and heck, even in our last few years that we've done this, we talk about our resolutions. But I thought it was interesting, Keith, today, what you were saying, well, what are the what are the three things that um, herbal actions that you can do to help you keep those resolutions? Right. Yeah. That's one of the beautiful things about being an herbalist is we have so many good tools. And one of the tools that I've been thinking about that's going to be very important, at least for me, and I'm betting for a lot of people, will be to turn to the adaptogen herbs. Okay. And so for the uninitiated, what, what is an adaptogen herb? Because that sounds like a really highfalutin name. It does sound all fancy pants. There's an even fancier pants name for it. Tropo restorative. Ooh, man. So I can totally geek out over these words. Right. Wow. Okay. So So adaptogen or tropo supportive. Tropo restorative. Restorative. Okay. Let's just keep it. The essence of these herbs is that they help your body adapt to stress. Okay. Usually when herbalists offer up or suggest an adaptogen herb to someone, to a client, 
they're going to suggest it for a short-ish duration of time, maybe as much as six months. Um, the idea is that the herb will help give you, it'll help relax your system and boost your energy at the same time in a way that's healthy and balanced. So coffee, for instance, does stimulate, but is not adaptogenetic. So it doesn't help your body adduce, um, adapt to the stress. It actually creates more stress on your system. That's not to say the coffee's bad, but it's definitely not an adaptogen. Right. An adaptogen would be something more like go-to cola, which is a very gentle and mild adaptogen. Helps your body deal with all the stress hormones and relax and not produce as many of them. So it helps your stress response. It helps your body rebuild and repair the damage that's happened as a result of stress. And it helps give you just a little bit of a boost of energy. Go-to cola is one of the the gentlest, quietest ones. And that's one of the ones that if you wanted to use it past six months, if you wanted to use that for years on end, if you wanted to use that every day for the rest of your life, you could safely do that. And there are not, for go-to cola, there are very few potential reactions. It's generally considered safe for like everybody. Mm -hmm. um, ashwagandha is another one. Shatavri is another one, those two. Shatavri is less considered an adaptogen. It's more of a hormone balancing one. But for women, Hormone balancing can be a key to adaptogenetic types of actions. But ashwagandha pretty much works as an adaptogen for everybody. And it's gentle. It's a little bit more boost than go-to cola has, but it's still safe for daily use for like the whole your whole life. But when you get past that, you start getting into ones that are a lot more um, what Maria Noel Groves calls peppy or zippy. Mm -hmm. So they give you a bigger boost of energy. And those are the ones where I, I personally think you should use them for about six months while you fix whatever it is that's happening that's stressful in your life. Right. And hopefully when you get to the end of it, you can stop using them or reduce them and eventually not need to use them because the stress isn't as big in your life. So that's the idea behind, behind some of the more zippier ones is that you use them for I mean, I say short term, I think of six months as not really being super short term, but in terms of adaptive genetics, adaptogen herbs and stress, six months is a fairly short term. Mm -hmm. I mean, especially at least, I don't know about other people, but my life's been stressful for years, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so. <laughs> yes, but I mean, I think we all have this um, baseline of underlying stress right now. And then, yes. you know, as yeah. you add... Um, these resolutions that you want to make that that does yeah. in fact add stress to your life because you are making conscious decisions where before you would say oh I'm just going to have that that glass of wine or that beer or whatever not think about it but now you're saying no I'm not going to do it and even saying no like that however it may feel good for a bit and there may be a time where it's not going to feel good and then you keep doing it that adds more stress to your day already no matter what right you know and a lot yes. of people as that stress builds, that's when yeah, it exhausts you and it weakens you. And that's when yeah. your, your, um, New Year's resolutions go. They start to fade. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Were you aware that your website needs to be ADA compliant? If not, you could face a lawsuit or a fine. Legal action against websites without ADA compliance has seen an exponential increase since 2017. And it's only going up year to year. Mudpod Design has a bulletproof system to make your website ADA compliant. Get a free audit 
at mudpodesign.com slash free dash ADA dash audit today to find out how your website become ADA compliant within just 48 hours. So number one is adaptogen. Yes. And then I wanted to make sure we mentioned reishi as an adaptogen. It's a little zippier, but it also has a longstanding everyday use for in traditional Chinese medicine and, and life. And that's practice. usually going to be like through a tea, right? Yeah. You know, and that's a mushroom. If I, right? Yeah. Reishi is, is a, a mushroom. mushroom. Well, yeah. it's a fungus, right? It's a, it's a mushroom. Okay. It's an actual mushroom. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's not one of those ones. It's not like a turkey tail. It doesn't grow on the tree. It's not like. Um, it is. Not a shelf mushroom, but it does grow off of trees. Okay. I'm just curious. I, just... I haven't personally gotten the opportunity to harvest one. No, so no we've can't. seen turkey tail, but we have not seen ratio. Right. So. right. Okay. Um, so so, so you've two... got your adaptogens, Okay, so right? number one adaptogens. Number two. Nervines. Nervines. So nervines help your nervous system transmit signals more smoothly, comfortably, and less in a less agitated manner. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like if you think about a lot of us use conditioner in our, in our hair because our hair starts to look a little frayed and the conditioner helps to smooth the, um, I always call it scales or follicle, the, the pieces of hair, the way the hair is built. That's oh yeah. Proper it, yeah. Term. Yeah. I, yeah. It, it doesn't but come it, off. It's not smooth. If you look at them, it's like, yeah. It's like, yeah. It's, it's like scales a little yeah, bit. Like so scales. it smooths them all. So they're all going in the same direction. Right. That's a little bit similar to what nervines do. They help your nervous system relax and they help your nervous impulses to travel comfortably, you know, from neuron to neuron. And they help the whole entire nerve, as it were, the whole entire system throughout the nerve, the nerves going out throughout the body Mm -hmm. to also relax and transmit properly. So they help with managing the hormones and chemicals involved in your nervous system's transmission. And they generally, you know, on a more practical level, they help you feel more relaxed and calm. So when a stressful situation occurs, you can take a deep breath and your nervous system actually takes a deep breath. Mm-hmm. It doesn't get super agitated and stay all, Ugh. you know, it'll, it'll relax. And once the stress has passed, you know, you're done dealing with the crying child in your life at the moment and the, the crying has stopped. Nervines help your nervous system bounce back to relaxed and able to process comfortably rather than staying all jagged and irritated. So nervines are very, very helpful when we're making big changes in our lives because big changes also require our nervous system to change. So what what herbs are we talking about for nervines? So for nervines, we're talking about things like um, holy basil, milky oats. Damiana is one of the ones that I really, really love for that. Even though Damiana, many, many people, many traditions have linked Damiana strongly with increased sex drive and fertility, particularly for men. What I've noticed about Damiana is that it's incredibly good at helping the nervous system relax and the body to relax. So it's like a deep breath Mm -hmm. and it does it without putting you to sleep. You still have plenty of energy. It doesn't, you know, it's not a sedative. Right. Um, holy basil is one that's a nervine, but it is also an adaptogen, a mild one. But it's and it's one you can take every day. Milky oats soothes the nerves, amazingly. I mean, milky oats. I mean, that's I've seen you make that. Is that easy to? Um... Usually, milky oats for nervous systems specifically are best taken in tincture form. When you get the dried oat tops from your herbalist mm-hmm. or you've saved them or whatever, 
Those are highly nutritive. I've personally found some incredibly mild but soothing aspects to them, and I think they taste better when I'm feeling agitated. I like oat straw a lot. It's highly nutritional, very good for you, but mm -hmm. it doesn't soothe the nerves as well for me personally as milky oat tops in tea will, but even better, much, much better is tincture form. So milky oats tincture needs to be made from fresh milky oats because the milk, the reason they're called milky is when you squeeze the oat, a milky substance comes out of it, which is part of how the oat seed forms. It's I'll like admit, the sugars and stuff. Yeah, I'll yeah. admit to not having a lot of um, botanical background on exactly what that's doing, although it would be an interesting thing to look up, but... Anyway, the milky part of it is what goes into the tincture. That's the important part. So you're okay. better off that way. Um, another one that I really like for um, another nervine that I really like would be passionflower. That one's both nervine and sedative. Mm -hmm. So it's especially good for people who are whose biggest challenges um, during stress are in getting good sleep. So passion flowers are a really lovely one too. And you can take it anytime during the day. It's one of the ones that if it's a sedative, but it won't put you to sleep if you take it in the morning or the afternoon or whatever. In fact, taking it a couple, two or three times a day will generally help you get a better night's sleep. Why am I not night. taking this? Because <laughs> you chose to not talk. I mean, we have it. <laughs> So there's one more action, though, that I think people really should seriously consider looking for if they want to keep their New Year's resolutions, especially if their New Year's resolutions are asking them to make a big change in their lives. And that's a digestive. Okay. So number one was adaptogen. Number two is a nervine. Now your number three is herbal tool. Is digestive herbs. Okay, digestive now, herbs. We're going to be clear that I have combined two herbal actions into one word. <laughs> okay, so what were the two so herbal actions? The actions that I'm looking at here are bitter bitters herbs, which are supportive of our digestive organs of elimination. Okay, but also supportive of um, the digestive like response. Okay, so bitters herbs are particularly well linked with supporting the liver. But I broadened it into the word digestive to include overall sours and digestive or um, not digestive detoxification herbs. So the reason I did that is that when you're going through a lot of change, you've got to essentially digest new experiences in a new way. The old tools you use, like dealing with a stressful day and having a glass of wine every night. Now you decided you shouldn't have the wine, which is probably good. You probably shouldn't. It's probably hard on your liver. It's going to be healthier to not. To, plus, it's a lot of calories. So you know you're doing the right thing, but you're at the end of the day and it's been a long, hard day and you don't have the tool you used to use to deal with processing all those experiences. Mm -hmm. Good digestive herbs can help ease the burden on your system. So if you have bitters in your diet, and bitters can be something as simple as like eating some kale every day or, you know, there, there's a lot of foods that include bitter elements. Right. But they can also be, if you're not like super into salad, you know, you can also look at things like dandelion root or burdock root. Those two both have some bitter qualities to them that help the, the liver, you know, help stimulate the liver and help it process all the stress hormones, which means that you'll tend to feel less burdened and less 
tense mm -hmm. as a result. Um, the other aspect of like for burdock specifically, that one also is a diuretic, dandelion's diuretic. So it helps your kidneys move. Mm -hmm. It helps your bladder move. Um, it's important to stay hydrated no matter what, but you know, so you're helping to move all of that stuff, all the top, the wastes in your body, move, you're helping them to move out better. Right. And when we begin, especially if you're beginning, like, you know, you're no longer doing the wine and you're now trying to drink more tea or water or whatever you're drinking as your replacement, you're also, your body has, because it, you had an old habit that wasn't great, your body will have stored toxins that it couldn't deal with, wastes that it couldn't deal with in various areas, mm -hmm. you know, along your digestive tract. Sometimes it's in your muscles, definitely in fat. We store a lot of excess stress hormones in our fat. Mm -hmm. um, so as you change to your new thing, your body's also going to process those out, which is very stressful. So detoxification herbs and digestive herbs help to support all of that and make it easier for you to deal with the change that you're making internally as well as the change you're making externally. Mm. Does that okay. make sense? Oh, yeah. I, it's a lot going on, but yeah. Yeah, it is. <laughs> so um, so uh, that's number three. Yes, that's number three. And I mean, we already talked a little bit about burdock and dandelion. Those are focused a little more on the detoxification element of digestive herbs. I like wood betony and chamomile a lot for the soothing of the digestive nervous system and helping you feel like you really are in your power. Wood betony is one of the ones that helps your stomach, supports your stomach and your digestive process at the very front end. But it also helps you feel especially for people who tend to process things in their stomach. So they have nervous stomach or mm -hmm. they get upset and they feel it in their gut and their stomach. Wood betony helps to soothe that whole reaction and makes you feel more solid and powerful. Like you're not going to freak out and lose it. You're not going to be you know, defeated or whatever. You, you feel like you have the power to do this. You can keep making the right choices. Right. You can stick to the resolution. And chamomile helps when you feel you know, just cranky. When you're feeling a lot of irritability, when the change that you're making is just kind of making you feel a little bit like you have your inner toddler is having a big old fit, chamomiles are really wonderful for soothing that and just helping you get through it. So excess emotions are often really helped by chamomile. Which, you know, if you have to say no to things, you might have excess emotions. Right? Yes, <laughs> I know I have already. You know, it's only a few days in. Well, <laughs> so. yeah, but yeah, I mean, yeah, um, we're, we're getting there. Um, so I have a question. So you've yeah. got the three, adaptogen, nervine, digestive, and we've gone yes. through each of those, those, some of those herbs. And, and then obviously we'll have all these on the show notes, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. And, but here's the thing is like, so you've got all these herbs you can take. You've got these three, these three themes. How do you actually not only for yourself, add them to your routine or day or when you're having a problem. And more importantly, how do you get your stubborn partner <laughs> to deal with that? Because a lot of, because of a lot of us are, you know, with a, with a, with a person like, you know, our husband or wife or girlfriend or boyfriend or whatever, our, our, our partner, and we're doing this together. We may not always have the same resolutions, but we have resolutions and we're like, Hey, I'm going to work with you on this. And once you get that struggle happening and you, you start to get weak yeah. for the day, if you will. Yeah. How do you, 
as an herbalist or a person that's using herbs, how do you bring this to a daily practice without it seeming like, here, take some more medicine. And here's another, right. here's another New Year's resolution. We're going to have more herbs in our life. Yeah. Now you're going to have to take pills every day. Or, no. You know, yeah. But no, so what, what how mean, do you, yeah. yeah, do you have any tips for people on how to integrate them as part of just being and not necessarily that they're doing it to help them get through their resolutions that they're just, right. my personal favorite for most of these herbs is tea. And the reason I like tea is that there's a meditative ritual aspect to making tea. And I'm, I'm not talking about like I sit down and do prayers and all of that over it. Although, you know, I have done, and that's definitely fulfilling. But if I take these herbs and put them into a blend, and I know that every day at whatever, 10 a.m. or whatever time works for me, I know I'm going to make my tea. The ritual part of it is I go and I fill the kettle, I turn the kettle on and let it start. And as it's doing, I put the, the herbs into the teapot or into my strainer, into my teacup. Oftentimes I'm just making it for myself. But mm -hmm. if your partner is available, you can make it for your partner. And then, you know, the kettle comes to the boil and you pour it on, pour the water on, and then I cover it and let it stand for at least 10 minutes. And during that 10 minutes, I might not pay any attention to it. While I'm waiting for the kettle to boil, I might not pay any attention to the stuff there. The ritual part that really, really like makes it meditative is that when I take that, you know, open the cup up, it's done steeping and I set it aside and I strain the herbs out and now I've got my cup. The first third or so, quarter to third of it, I make sure that I always focus and I hold it and feel the warmth. And I think about how nice that warmth is, especially if it's the middle of winter. It feels awfully nice. And then I smell the herbs. You know, I just lean over and smell it until it's cool enough to drink. And my first amount of drinking is going to be tiny sips because it's hot, you know. So I make myself pay attention to all the sensations and all of that takes maybe two or three minutes. It's not like I'm spending hours here. I just make sure that I really pay attention and remind myself to appreciate it, even though everything else in my life might be blowing up at the moment and there's a big thing going on and I'm really upset about the bookkeeping system that just, you know, lost all my data, whatever. You know, whatever my reasons for being really stressed out in that moment or that day or the last week might have been, I can set those aside for my two minutes mm -hmm. of tea. And if I am really in a great place, I might actually pay attention to the whole cup. But if I'm not, maybe it's only that first third of the cup. But I don't shame myself for it. I'm like, I, I did a third of the cup. We're good. It's good. <laughs> so that's one of my favorites because the forcing yourself to f slow down and focus makes the medicine of the herbs, it helps it to work more deeply within you, but it also gets your mind to focus for even just a few moments. In just a few moments of focus, or meditation, essentially, is what that is, each day has a huge impact on your mind's ability to focus and your body's ability to shake it off over the long run. So that's one of my favorite ones. And I've often done that for you and that I make the tea and I hand it to you. And then I kind of linger and stand over you a little bit enough so that you, you pay attention to what you're doing for the first quarter of your cup, you walk away from your computer or sit back. And so, you know, just by just being there and standing there and drinking my tea in the same way will often cause you to do that. 
So it's subtle, but you know. Yeah. Sometimes. I mean, I'm, if I'm like most, you know, guys, it's like, just give me the quick thing and throw it in mm-hmm. my water. Let me go. And there is a second quick thing that I like, and it would be the doing like a tincture or a glycerate style of um, preparation, mm-hmm. if you will. Keep a bottle by your toothbrush, you know, so that that way in the morning and the night you take it then. Then you have your tea sometime during the day and you've gotten three doses of your herbs. And so, I really do like, and then you can also carry a tincture bottle with you and have it at work or wherever you are. So would you say that don't wait to use these to help? Just go ahead and start using these yeah. to begin with? I would say start using them today, you know, mm-hmm. start using them sooner rather than later. It's going to be more, they'll be more effective for you if you use them every day for a couple of months, you know, until you feel like you've moved through the change, whatever the new habit was or resolution that you had made was, has now become a pretty strong habit and you're no longer stressed out by the change. You know, cause you know? so they say that it takes 21 days typically to, to change a habit. Right. Um, I'm six months. Yeah, I was going to say, I've noticed that that number changes with each generation and it seems like they're like making the number smaller right now. And I'm like, I don't, I don't think that's accurate. I think it's more like 60 days or more. Yeah. It it takes me a while. If I, if I really commit to it, then I'll, I'll probably make it a very long-term decision. Yeah. Um, But I have to get through that first Mm -hmm. six months, which can be. It's challenging. Really challenging. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Um, Well, I think those are, you know, three um, really great uh, tools that you can use to help with your New Year's resolutions and to start on them now. Um, They can't hurt you and they're only going to help. And uh, again, we'll go to those three. There's adaptogens. What are the adaptogen herbs? Some Adaptogen, nervine, and digestive herbs. Right. So, but for the adaptogen, what are some herbs for adaptogen again? Um, ashwagandha, reishi, gotu kola are some okay. of the ones that we talked about. And then the second one was the nervines. The nervines. We talked a little bit about holy basil, milky oats, damiana. Okay. Um, and then digestive. We talked about dandelion, burdock, chamomile, and wood betony. Okay. And a few of those cross categories. So that's always good, right? Excellent. And if you happen to, you know, try this out and you want to let us know, there's a couple of different ways you can do that. You can contact us pretty easily by, we have a little chat bubble on the, on our front page of our website and on most pages. And sometimes it's manned and sometimes it's not, but even if it's not manned, a little form will come up. Manned meaning someone. Yeah. Manned meaning or woman or personalized or whatever. It's meaning someone's going to be there. Yeah. Someone might respond directly. Immediately. And then, then again, not, I mean, it's, we just don't, you know, so anyway, but my point is, is regardless of instant response or not, that will also become a little form. So mm-hmm. if you let us know how things went and say, hey, I'm letting you know how my, my, um, my, my herbal. Uh, you know. Yes. In fact, I think let's, I have a challenge for us. Let's. Um, us set, meaning. Well, you, you and, and I, I and anybody who wants to join in with us, let's. You know, what are, what is at least one of our big New Year's resolutions this year? Well, should I say one of mine? Yeah, you say one of yours, I'll say one of mine, and then we'll check in throughout the next, you know, six months. Six months? Yeah. Okay, well. (laughs) See how we're doing, you know. One of mine was since um, gyms have closed and are still going to be closed, and I've lost that opportunity to work out and weight lift like I was last year at this time. 
um, I have decided that I'm going to commute my bike and my bike ride and That's commute. Good. And um, I was able to, with your help, of course, we're able to get an electric uh, bike, which will help because we live our house and our work office is across the city. So my goal was to commute three times a week, one for the physical aspect and two to take a load or burden off of one of our vehicles. And I like being outside and moving and I like bike riding. I love that. So I'm hoping that if I start at the worst possible time of the year, which is rainy and cold, mm -hmm. that it'll only progressively get better as the, as the summer comes in. So that's my New Year's resolution is to bike commute, bike commute three times a time. week, three times a week, a minimum three times a week. All right. And my, my resolution is harder to voice that clearly because it was sort of a two-stage deal. I, my diet's gotten bad. I, I was doing a vegetarian diet with no grain or minimal grain. Mm -hmm. And that was very good for me. And then I added more dairy. And then that was okay. Then I added grains back in and that was not okay. So I have to clean it up. Okay. So that I have to do before I can do my actual real New Year's resolution. And my real New Year's resolution is to build more fitness this year. I do yoga daily. I sometimes feel I don't do as much as I could or as well as I could. And I like yoga a lot. And I do not want to let go of doing yoga daily. But I feel like I need something that's going to take me out of the house a little bit more and build more cardio for me. So I was thinking of my actual New Year's resolution was to add cardio into my life. And after you got your bike and I actually tried it, it's the first time in I literally 35 years that I thought maybe a bike is actually going to be fun. Mm. You know, I gave up biking when I was, I think, 14 or 15 years old because I hated it. And mm -hmm. I hated it. Now I know then I didn't. But now I know I hated it because the bike I had was not appropriate to my size, shape, and personality and all of that. Mm -hmm. And because it was poorly maintained, so I had no brakes, essentially, ever. Like, after the first year I had that bike, I think I got that when I was 10. And then the brakes were out before the summer was through. And I didn't know you had to maintain it. I, mm. I really had no clue. I didn't realize until just a couple of years ago that you're supposed to oil a chain on a bike. You know, <laughs> that's how much I knew about biking, which was pretty much nothing. And my parents didn't know either. You know, they didn't know to tell me to do these things. I didn't know to do them. There was no internet to look it up. And my friends didn't do these things that I was aware of. So I had a lot of very bad bike experiences, including a lot of crashes, a lot of terrifying moments, um, a lot of really bad, like scraping up of body parts in crashes. Mm -hmm. We didn't wear helmets at that time. I biked without shoes when I was younger. It was a very bad experience. So I was against biking. And now here I am 35 years later thinking for the first time, this is actually a possibility. I think I want to overcome my fears around biking and I want to actually build a practice of biking three times a week. So to get there, I have to clean my diet up first. And I know that's going to be really, really, really hard for me. Giving up wheat and rice is very hard. I know my body feels better when I don't have them, you know, when I when they're just really not a part of my life. But I love them. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I really, really, I really, really do. <laughs> so, <laughs> so the first 
piece to my resolution is to make it through January um, completely vegetarian, grain-free, nothing beyond that, and to keep my dairy to only milk and only for drinking chocolate because that for me is a treat for making it through the day. Okay. So that, so. and then, and then at the end of January, my resolution will shift to adding in fitness. All right. Well, if you need to have that, um, share that with us, that's the challenge. Yes. And uh, if you, yeah, if you'd want to share your resolution with us, give us a shout out, use the, the chat thing. Chat box on the, the, on the front box. page. And yeah, uh-huh. just say, you know, on the subject line, just do resolution and then uh-huh. dash what it is. And if you want, we can, yeah, we can even read it out on the air and, oh, in, yeah, in, yeah, yeah. In, 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 so that your, your accountability partners, not just us, but then they are everybody that listens all the listeners. to it, all the listeners to it. Yeah. And then maybe in the six months, we'll reach out to a few people and see well, how did you do? Oh, we'll be reaching out. We'll be doing some <laughs> so, check-ins. There you go. All right. So with that, put an herb, herb on, on it. it. The statements made about herbs and products on this podcast have not been evaluated by the United States Food and Drug Administration, FDA, and are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent disease. All information provided on this podcast or any affiliated websites is for informational purposes only and is not intended as a substitute for advice from your physician or other healthcare professional. You should not use the information on this podcast and its affiliated websites for a diagnosis or treatment of any health problem. Always consult with a healthcare professional before starting any new vitamins, supplements, diet, or exercise program before taking any medication, or if you have or suspect you might have a health problem. Any testimonials, questions, or case studies are based on individual results and do not constitute a guarantee that you will achieve the same results.